Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, transcribed and starring the entire Nelson family, Ozzie, Harriet, David, and Ricky. Hijinks are going on in the Nelson living room. It looks as if Ozzy's doing some deep sea fishing. Wow, look at that rod bend. It's a strike. Keep his head up, old boy. Now reel him in. Oh, darn it. Got away. What was it? Uh, the screw that holds the reel together. <laughs> Can I untie the line from my waist now? Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you for being the fish, Harriet. What time was I supposed to be? Oh, uh, no particular kind. I just wanted to try out the old reel. Is that screw supposed to come out that way and the line get all knotted up? No, no, of course not. Darn thing does it all the time, though. Why don't you get yourself a new one? Well, they cost $18. Oh, look, Ozzy, you're always buying things for the boys and me. I think it's about time you bought something for yourself. Well, maybe. No, maybe. You go down to the Emporium and buy yourself a new reel. Well, hey, what's that? I don't know. Maybe it's the game warden. Have you got a license to catch me? <laughs> yes, and it's nailed to the lid of your hope chest. It's coming from the backyard. Well, look, Barney's up on our garage roof. Well, what's he doing up there? Barney! Hi, Oz. What are you doing up there? Hi, Oz. Barney, get down from there. Hi, Oz. For goodness sake, I better go out and see what he's doing. Barney! Hi, Oz. Barney, will you stop saying that? What? Hi, Oz. Hi, Barney. What are you doing up on my garage roof? Now get down from there and don't go up again without my permission. Well, that's a nice way to talk when a guy's fixing your roof. Fixing it? What's wrong with it? Well, didn't you know there was a hole up here? Climb up the ladder and take a look. Where is it? Right here. Oh. Oh, I never noticed it. Next time it rained, your garage would have been flooded. I had a couple of old shingles lying around, and I thought I'd hammer them over it. Oh, gee. Well, that's real nice of you, Thorny. I thought so, too. <laughs> There'll be no charge, either. Oh, that's darn nice of you. It's my pleasure, Oz. You know, Thorny, in spite of the fact we have our little disagreements, you really are a wonderful neighbor. True friend, a real pal. Look, Oz, I'm just going to fix the hole in the roof. Don't try to flatter me into doing any plumbing for you or anything. <laughs> No, I mean it. I really appreciate this. Well, don't mention it, Oz. Hey, what do you got there? Your fishing reel? Yeah, the old clunk. I've used this for the last time. I'm going down the Emporium and get myself a new one. You know, one of those sea demons. With the nylon gears? I looked at them the other day. They're beauties. Yeah, they, oh, they sure are. Hey, I need a new reel, too. Mine's broken beyond repair. Well, why don't you come down there with me and we'll each buy one? Well, I'd love to, Oz, but I can't afford to lay out $18. Hey, maybe you'll sell me that one. Oh, no, no, no. 
It's no good. The screw comes out of it all the time. Well, I'm pretty handy with a soldering iron. You're pretty handy with a hammer, too. What? Well, you just nailed my coat to the roof. Imagine that, Harriet, fixing my roof without being asked or anything. That doesn't sound like Thorny to me. What's he angling for? Well, nothing. Absolutely nothing. That doesn't sound like Thorny to me. Harriet, will you stop saying that? Saying what? Doesn't sound like Thorny to me. My sentiments exactly. <laughs> Harriet, I tell you, you misjudge Thorny. What ulterior motive could he possibly have? You know, I ought to do something nice for him to reciprocate and show him how much I appreciate his friendship. Maybe I'll buy him a gift or something. I know, a new fishing reel. He needs one. Well, that's a good idea. Then you'll both have new ones. No, 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 no. I, I, I mean, I thought I'd buy him a new reel and I'll fix this one up with a little solder or something. Well, why should you do that? Well, Harry, he needs a new reel. Well, so do you. And you'll never be happy with your old one. You see, that's where you're wrong. It always makes you happier when you give somebody something that entails a little personal sacrifice on your part. I don't think I follow you. Remember that time your mother sent you a check for your birthday and you went down to buy a new handbag, but instead you came back with a cashmere sweater for me? Well, you wanted it and I enjoyed getting it for you. This is exactly the same thing. I suppose so. Sure, I'll get a lot more pleasure buying Thorny a gift than I would getting it for myself. Hey, Pop, I gotta buy a gift, too. Oh, hello, Rick. Well, who for? I guess you'd be pretty impressed if I told you it was for Zsa Zsa Gabor. Well, yes, I would. Well, it isn't. It's for Dennis Martin. He's having a birthday party Saturday. Oh. Well, that reminds me, I better see how your good suit looks. If I remember correctly, the last party you went to, you came back with it covered with chocolate ice cream. I'm sorry, Mom, but did you ever try to juggle a piece of cake, a plate of ice cream, a glass of milk, a cup of hot chocolate, some cookies, and four tangerines? <laughs> well, next time, don't try to grab everything in sight. All I missed was the paper napkins. <laughs> uh, what were you planning to get for Dennis, Rick? Well, that brings me to my problem, Pop. Oh, money, hey? You hit the filthy right on a luger. I thought we agreed you'd save up for a birthday present when I increased your allowance. Well, I did save up. This month I've been birthdayed into bankruptcy. It seems that way. Besides, then came the crash. Oh, playing the stock market pretty heavy? No, sir. My model plane got busted and I need a new motor. They happen to cost five bucks. Oh, I see. So it's either a new motor for you or a birthday present for Dennis. Yeah, it does work out that way, doesn't it? Well, what are you going to do? That depends on what you're going to do. <laughs> well, Rick, uh, how do things stand between us now? Oh, fine. I think you're the best pop a boy ever had. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean financially. I think you're the best pop a boy ever owed three dollars to. <laughs> Three dollars, huh? Is that how much you owe me? No, sir. I've been paying it back a dime at a time. Oh. How much is it now? Two dollars and ninety cents. And now you want to borrow five dollars more? Yes, sir. 
Let's say you're out of college and you're in business for yourself. You're president of the Ricky Nelson Airplane Company. You need money for a plane motor, and I'm a banker, a total stranger, and you come to me. You're in my office, and I invite you to sit down. Now, like a good businessman, you present your problem. Sir, I... <clears throat> Can I have a cigar? Help yourself, Mr. Nelson. Thank you. Uh, Ricky, put that back. <laughs> now, uh, you want to borrow some money for an airplane motor, is that right? Yes, sir. Uh, what assets do you have? Well, I've got a portable radio, a twin bed, an autographed picture of Jaja Gabor, a closet full of junk, and a suit with chocolate ice cream on it. Uh, do you owe any other money? Yes, sir. I owe $2.90 to a kind and generous old man who I'm proud to call my father. I see. Well, in addition to the assets you've described, uh, what income do you have? I get a $2 a week allowance for my family. Think a guy out of college would get more than that, wouldn't you? Well, Mr. Nelson, based on your income and your indebtedness, the bank feels that you're not a very good risk for a loan. Perhaps when you're more solvent, we can discuss the matter again. Good day, Mr. Nelson. Good day. Hey, wait a minute. Where are you going? There are other banks in this town, you know. <laughs> Uh, Ricky, I was just trying to show you objectively how a bank would react to lending you money under the present circumstances. Well, it was fun, Pop, but I still need the money. Well, I'm inclined to agree with the bank. You're not a good risk for another loan. I guess I'd better call up Dennis and tell him I can't make the party. Well, you'd rather buy yourself the airplane motor than buy Dennis a present? In a situation like this, something's got to give, and it might as well be Dennis. <laughs> Dennis came to your birthday party and gave you a present. Did his father lend him the money for your present? No, he's got a paper route. He's independently wealthy. You mean he took the money he earned to buy you your present? I guess so. Well, that entailed a sacrifice on his part, didn't it? Yes, sir. Don't you think that calls for some sort of a sacrifice on your part to repay him? Well? I know it's a little difficult to understand, son. Take my word for it. When you sacrifice to give something to someone, it makes the pleasure of giving even greater. When you put it that way, I don't understand it, but I'll do it. Well, there goes that screw again. Pop, instead of getting a new reel for Mr. Thornbury, you're going to get one for yourself. That's what I said. No, I'll be able to repair this. Uh, where's my little screwdriver? I think Ricky was using it. He's trying to fix his airplane motor. Oh, then he is going to buy the present for Dennis. Mm -hmm, that's where he is now. You know, dear, he told me about the discussion you had, and I'm pretty proud of him. Well, in a, in a week or two, I'll... I'll... Oh, hi. Did you get the present? Yeah, I sure did. But they wrapped it as a birthday gift. They even put a lollipop on it. Where's the lollipop? I ate it. <laughs> you want to see what I bought, Dennis? No, no. Don't unwrap it, Ricky. I can wrap it up again. No, 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 no. Don't, Rick. I want to see if it'll fit. If it'll fit? What do you mean by that? There. The Super Hurricane Motor. Pretty neat, huh? Now, just a second. Uh, isn't this the kind of motor you wanted? 
Yeah, quite a coincidence, isn't it? Is this the present for Dennis? Oh, sure. See what I wrote on the wrapping? From Ricky. To who? To whom? <laughs> All right, to whom? Want to see how it works, Pop? I'll get some gas. Well, now, just a second, Ricky. If you put gas in it and start it, it'll be used and you won't be able to give it to him. Well, I want to make sure it works. Well, they're all tested before they leave the factory. They might have slipped up on this one. There's a guarantee right in the box. Haven't you got anything to do? You're old enough to go out with girls, you know. Uh, Ricky, did you buy this for Dennis or yourself? Well, for Dennis. It sure is a neat motor. You better wrap it up. Can't I keep it open and look at it? You'll help me in fixing my old one that's almost impossible to fix. Dennis is never going to get that motor. What's the matter? Don't you like girls? Look, now you're... <laughs> Ricky, your mother is right. If you're going to give it to Dennis, you better wrap it up. Okay. Sure was a neat motor. Notice the change of temps? <laughs> Ricky, I know you'd like to keep the motor, but you've only made this tougher on yourself. You could have bought him a tie or a shirt or something. I don't need a tie or a shirt. You better finish writing out the gift card. Here. Yes, ma'am. There's no ink in this. It's a pencil. <laughs> I know. To Dennis. D-E-N-U-S. That's not how you spell Dennis. Gosh, now I can't give it to him. <laughs> Write it on the wrapping paper. Okay. I sure hope he appreciates this. Well, I'm sure he will. You'll be glad you gave it to him. Remember what we said? A gift doesn't mean very much unless it calls for some sacrifice on your part to give it. Well, this is a sacrifice, Pa. Then enjoy it. Someday I'm going to give you something, David, and it won't be any sacrifice. <laughs> Come on, write it out. Mom, I want to ask you a question. Go ahead. How could a kind, generous boy like me have such a cruel, mean brother? You sure there wasn't some mix-up at the hospital? off of Dennis's party, and I was real proud of the way he gave Dennis the present. Aren't you? Oh, oh, yeah. That reminds me. Did you give Thorny his present yet? Uh, well... Uh, What's that behind your back? Oh, this? Oh, uh, this is Thorny's reel. What were you hiding it for? Well, I, I, uh, wanted it to be a surprise. Oh, I know what it is. What happened to the wrapping? Oh, well, it came off. By itself? No, I unwrapped it to make sure the reel was inside. You know how department stores are sometimes. Is it inside? Yes, it's inside. That's good. I better show it to you so you won't worry. 
No, I'm not worried. If you say it's in there, I know it's in there. No, 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 no. Don't take my word for it. Yes, sir, there it is. This sure isn't swell real. Look, Harriet, nylon gears. That's nice. Got a level wind on it, too. Oh? It's got this anti-backlash adjustment here. Oh, that's great. It is. You think Thorny will like it? Because if he doesn't... He'll be crazy about it. <laughs> when are you going to give it to him? Uh, as soon as he comes home. Oh, he is home. His car's in the driveway. No? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't want to disturb him now. He might be resting or reading the evening paper. No, he's out in the backyard. Why don't you go over and give it to him? No, this isn't the psychological moment, Harriet. I... I can't just rush over and say, here's a real thorny. A shock might be too much. For you or him? <laughs> I, I want to choose the right time. I want to walk up to him and say, thorny old pal, you did me a big favor, and I want you to have this reel with the nylon gears, the level wind, and the anti-backlash adjustment as a token of my appreciation. Well, it's a nice commercial, but when will the right time be? Oh, I'll find it. I'll find it. Ozzy, you're going to wear out that wrapping paper. Well, I just want to make sure the reel is in perfect condition. They're all tested at the factory. Well... I want to make sure. There's a guarantee right in the box. Is there? There's always a guarantee with fishing reels and model plane motors. Well, I, I suppose so. Are you going to give him the reel or aren't you? Well, of course. Hasn't the psychological moment arrived yet? Hi, Mom. Huh? Oh, oh well, do you have a good time at the party? Yes, ma'am. Please notice I didn't get any chocolate ice cream stains on my suit. That's good. These are strawberries. Pop, you were right. I got a big kick out of giving Dennis that motor. He really liked oh. it, huh? Yeah. He was so happy, he stopped hitting his kid sister. <laughs> Is that a new reel, Pop? Uh, uh, yeah. How did Mr. Thornberry like the one you gave him? Uh, well, uh, this is the, the one I gave him. A give, uh, uh gonna give. What are you waiting for, Pop? The psychological moment. The psychological. What's that? When every loophole is exhausted. Well, you see, uh, Rick, uh, you gave Dennis uh, the motor on his birthday. Now, now, that was a psychological moment. Mr. Thormer's just had a birthday. Are you going to wait until next year? No, 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 of course not. You ought to get on the bomb, Pop. It's a wonderful feeling to give somebody something you really wanted yourself. And with that, we leave you alone with your conscience. <laughs> moment here yet, or are you going to wait another week? No, of course not, Harry. I'm going to give it to him today. After all, Thorny did a big favor for me. He did it out of the kindness of his heart with a great deal of personal self-sacrifice. He saw that hole in my roof, he got his ladder, he climbed up on the roof, and he hammered those shingles into place and repaired the damage. Yes, he did, dear. He's a real pal. 
Harriet, how come he noticed that hole in the roof and I didn't? Well, he's taller than you. No, no, no. <laughs> Remember when I came in and told you what he'd done and you said, what's he angling for? And you convinced me that he did it out of friendship. Doesn't it strike you as a little strange that suddenly I find him up on my roof hammering away? I go out, he starts talking about wanting a new fishing reel. How do you explain that? Well, if I remember correctly, when you went outside, you had your reel with you. Yes, but how did he know I was going to have it with me? Well, I don't know. You see, too much of a coincidence. <laughs> Personally, I think he fixed my roof deliberately. But, dear... Well, after all, how do I know there was a hole in my roof? When I asked him where he got the shingles, he said there were some old ones he had lying around. How do you like that? Hammering some old shingles over some perfectly good ones just to impress me. What a sneaky way to get a new fishing reel out of it. That doesn't sound logical to me. Oh, no, I'm going to put him to a little test. I'm going to take this new reel out, and if he says it's just like the one I want... I'll know he planned the whole thing. Why don't you just keep the real? No, I want to be fair. A man is innocent until proved guilty. Well, tell me what jail he's going to be in. I want to send him some cigarettes. Hi, Oz. Thorny, what are you doing in my garage? Oh, just checking to see if any light shows through the roof. I want to make sure I did a good job with those shingles. Why do you mention that? Well, you asked me what I was doing in your garage, and that's what I'm doing here. I'm looking at the shingles I put up. Why do you keep harping on that? Well, I'm not harping on it. I simply put some shingles there on There, you mentioned it again. Oz, if you don't want me to mention the shingles, I won't mention the shingles. Well, there's no need to. I thanked you, didn't I? Sure. Oz, what do you got a chip on your shoulder for? You're not obligated to me. I'm not. No. Someday you can do something for me. Just what do you mean by that? Nothing. If you feel like doing something, you'll do it. If you don't, don't. Thorny, how come you haven't asked me what's in this package? I'm not nosy. <laughs> don't you want to know what's in it? No. Well, I'll tell you. You don't have to. I'll do better. I'll show you. It's a new reel, a sea demon. Oh, it's a beauty, Oz. You think so? Sure. Stop beating around the bush. Isn't this one like you've always wanted? Yes. I knew it. Well, just for that, you can't have it. So long. Well, thanks, Catherine. It was good talking to you. Bye. Harriet, I'm going to keep the reel. Oh, did Thorny say the secret word? He certainly did. He's out in the garage looking at the roof. How obvious can you be? And when he saw the reel, he said, that's exactly like the one I want? No, he was too clever for that. He <laughs> sparred around, finally made me drag it out of him. This will teach him a lesson. I'm going to keep the reel. Now, just a second. I was just talking to Catherine. Probably never was a hole in the roof. Yes, there was. And do you know how it got there? How? Ricky's plane crashed into it and ripped the shingles loose. That's when his motor got broken. Well, then Thorny was covering up for Ricky. Yeah, that's right. Oh, how about that? Fixing the roof to cover up for Ricky. All right, I'm surprised at you. Here Thorny does a wonderful thing like that, and you say, what is he angling for? (laughs) 
me and my suspicious mind. <laughs> I really can't take it. Go ahead, Thorny. I want you to know how much I appreciate what you've done. No, no, Oz. I can't take it. Well, if you feel that you shouldn't... I'll take it. <laughs> Look at Thorny out there in the backyard practicing casting. Gives you a nice warm feeling, doesn't it? Yeah, it certainly does. Hiya, Ma. Hiya, Pa. Feast your eyes on this. You got a new motor. Oh, where'd you get the money? Mr. Thornberry gave it to me. He gave you the money? No, the motor. Now, how about that, Thorny? First, he fixes a hole in my garage roof. Didn't want anything for it. When I want to give him the reel, he didn't want to take it. And then what does he do? He turns around and gives Ricky a brand new motor. He's a real swell guy. He sure is, boy. Maybe there's some way you can show him your appreciation, Ricky. When I get the motor in, I'll let him fly the plane. Yes, that'll be a nice gesture. Yeah, but this time I hope he aims it better so he doesn't knock a hole in our garage roof. This is Vern Smith saying tune in again next week for another transcribed adventure of Ozzie and Harriet, starring Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service.